I just had a miracle! I had under 106 in the first half. Now it's a push, but Jimmy Butler went to the line and had two free throws and missed them both. 55-51 at halftime. I at least get the push out of this. That is truly incredible. Wow. I can't believe he missed both. I can't believe Jimmy Butler missed both. That's a good sign. Nick, the betting gods are on my if side. If Miami tonight. loses by a point, I'm gonna hit you. I'm sorry. I'm I will. I will you. apologize for that. But this is about me right now, PJ. This no, is about is. me and my money. Okay? That was a nice. That was a <laughs> heck of a push. <laughs> I can't believe it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Oh. <laughs> Well, especially because you thought it was 110. That's right, the worst, is when you think it's yes. one number, and then you're yes. like, oh, no. Well, so the reason why is because it was 110 last game, and I took the under 110 first half last game, and that hit. So they dropped it to 106, and I said, I'm still taking that. And it was the right call. I mean, listen, I'll take the push. It's fine. But Jimmy Butler missing both free throws to end the first half to steal that is miraculous. And you know what? It's making up for what happened last game. Where I, all I needed was the Nuggets to win the first quarter by one point. Mm-hmm. One point. And, and Jimmy Butler ruined it, and the Heat ruined it, and it was a damn tie. So you know what? The hook came back, at least kind of in my favor. because Actually, the hook would have been great here because I would have actually gone under <laughs> 106 and a half. You know, whatever. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be grateful. I don't care. All right, is Ryan Edwards ready for us? Ryan Edwards, afternoon host, KOA Colorado, uh, jumps on with us now. Let's just kind of look at what we saw, Ryan, in the first half here. Uh, your your reaction to the Nuggets and the Heat and kind of the back and forth that we got a lot of runs from Miami in this game. Yeah, you did. And uh, just on your last point, ball don't lie. That's all I'm going to say about Jimmy <laughs> Butler missing those free throws. Uh, but, yeah, man, I, I, I think, you know, what you're seeing in this game, first of all, Nikola Jokic with the ankle, you're kind of wondering – uh, is that one of the reasons he's sort of settling for some of those threes? I mean, there's not many centers that can knock him down, and it always looks like it's going to go in coming off his hands. He did get two, but uh, I, I'm, it does seem like it's hampering him just a little bit, so that's something to monitor. Uh, love Aaron Gordon, uh, especially in the second quarter, uh, how aggressive he was. Uh, the, the Nuggets have the length, right? I mean, that's what we said coming into this series. You said the Nuggets are going to have that opportunity to, to go after this team, and they got to take advantage of that. He went right at Gabe Vincent got the foul, knocked him out of the game. Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, both was donuts in the first half. That's significant. But uh, once again, you know, you knew that the whistle was going to probably lean back the Heat's way, and the Nuggets got to find a way to work through that. Yeah, Ryan, I was going to ask you about that. I mean, the starting backcourt for Miami has a couple of goose eggs, Gabe Vincent and Max Struess. If you're a Nuggets fan right now, like, are you a little bit worried that you're only up four and Vincent and Struess don't have any points? I mean, maybe a little bit, but, you know, once again, this is such an interesting series for a multitude of reasons. I mean, I, I sort of feel like we can say things are – multiple things are true, right? Uh, same thing. Michael Porter Jr. really hasn't gotten going. KCP hasn't really gotten going. Got a couple of moments with Bruce Brown. The, the Miami Heat have such a narrow margin to, to beat the Nuggets because there's so many different ways the Nuggets can attack you. So even when Nikola Jokic, who has 16, it seems like a relatively quiet 16 because he was out for part of it hurt. Jamal Murray really hasn't gotten going yet either. So I, I sort of feel like everybody, you know, you take a look at it and you're saying, okay, well, uh, those guys will probably eventually turn it on, but it's like, so maybe the Nuggets will as well. Jamal Murray was six points so far. Uh, he certainly is well under his uh, averaging, what, 24, 25 points per game. Uh, I expect he'll figure some things out in the second half too. Will Michael Porter Jr. ever figure anything out? Like, I know he's got seven, which is actually a miracle for him for the way that he's been shooting this series. Two of seven in the first half, 0 for 2 from three. What is – is this a mental thing with him? Is Because this, this, to me, and a lot of people felt this way, was this was going to be a really good matchup for him. 
I completely agree. I mean, he's 6'10", right? I mean, right. how could it not be a great matchup for him? Uh, there isn't a single person besides Bam Adebayo, who, by the way, is like 6'9", that can cover him. So you, you would think that this would be a perfect matchup for him, especially with his, his not to mention his length, but also his range. But, yeah, I mean, he it, it absolutely is mental. Uh, he's a streaky shooter, and, and we've known that for a while. I'm wondering if he, his back is sort of flaring up. Uh, you do wonder if there's something going on now. He's not going to use that excuse. The team's not going to use that excuse. But there's something there's something going on there, whether it's mental or physical. But either way, I mean, he just needs to see a shot go in. It feels like he could really get going. And we know we've seen him over the course of the last couple of years, especially this year. I mean, he can score 30 points. I mean, he's that kind of guy. It's just a matter of, of the confidence of it. But it seems like every time he goes to take the shot, you just see it's not even close, right? I mean, it's a brick. And uh, that, that, for me, tells you a lot about his confidence. Ryan, right now the live total is 210.5, juice to the over, minus 120 at BetMGM. It was 211.5 to start. So it feels like Vegas is right on it with this total, 55-51 at half. Normally in these playoff games, when it's close, especially in the fourth qu- quarter, as we know, the possessions kind of get tight a little bit. The game can slow down. Do you think that a second half under might be a play here? Do you like the over? What are your thoughts on this live total? Man, that's such a great question. I, I picked the over when we were uh, picking it before the game started. Uh, but the way that this game is going, it it feels under. And like every game this series, you know, and especially the second half, it's just it, it becomes a, a more of a defensive battle between the two sides. And you know the Heat want to slow it down. That's, that's going to be their goal. The Nuggets are going to try to push, but if Nikola Jokic is a little bit hampered, that's going to impact the way that they're going to try to push the ball because you know he's out there on the run. So I, I like the under right now. When you look at, you know, obviously the, we talk about the role players on this team. I know we've kind of touched on it a little bit here, but, I mean, Max Struess, Gabe Vincent, is, they're both in a little bit of foul trouble. At least, I mean, Struess hasn't scored. Vincent hasn't scored. Max Struess has two fouls. Gabe Vincent's got three fouls. Those are two of the names, two of the guys that you really counted on, or Miami did, in terms of shooting from the outside. Like, that's what they do. And if they don't do that, they don't really do much anymore. And Duncan Robinson's only got three points. When you look at what happened last game, where nobody out of those names did anything, and now you're seeing it again, watching it at this point, is your mindset, well, it's still the heat, because this is how we end a lot of sentences with them. It's still the heat, you never know. Or do you say, this is Denver now starting to zero in on those guys and actually just make Jimmy Butler and Bam out of bio beat them on their own? Well, I mean, the third quarter is going to be telling. I mean, either way, Miami, I think you put it perfect. Miami's plus 89 here uh, in the postseason in the fourth quarter. Plus 89. They're negative point differential. Quarters one, two, and three. But when they get to the fourth quarter, they're plus 89. And that, that is significant. And that tells you a lot about their mentality, that they never feel like they're out of it. And even the Nuggets win. Uh, they had a comfortable lead in game one. Uh, the Miami Heat came clawing kind of back. And then, you know, even in game three, the Miami Heat, uh, they didn't win the quarter. But, boy, boy, they made it a little bit interesting there for a couple of seconds towards the end. The point is, is this team, they just have a belief. They talk about that heat culture. They, they're they never going to feel like they're out of it. Uh, but this is where the, the Nuggets do need to kind of impose their will a little bit. Um, they believe that they're the better team. They're the, the deeper team. They're, they have more length. They won the points in the paint last game. It was like 60-33 to 33 or something like that, 60-34. So um, I expect that that's going to be another way they're going to approach this. But, once again, I, I know I've harped on it. If Nikola Jokic is not 100%, we're going to see maybe his minutes because he's been playing whole full second halves. Uh, maybe Michael Malone won't have that choice, and that could absolutely impact the way they want to attack. 
Ryan, do you think KCP's ever going to get going in this series? I mean, the first three games, he's kind of been a non-factor. Tonight, he's only taken two shots. I'm just wondering if at halftime, with the way Aaron Gordon's playing, Jokic obviously being hobbled a little bit, do you think the Heat focus on them? And do you think maybe this is a half where you look to take some live value on KCP points, maybe three-pointers? Can you see him get going in the second half? I mean, I absolutely could. And and he had some brilliant moments in the Phoenix Sun series uh, playing against his former team, the Lakers. I mean, he's been good for them over the course of the playoffs. Um, and, and it's really wild to me, if you were going to tell me coming into this thing, that KCP, MPJ, and uh, Bruce Brown were all going to have some streaky shooting nights, I would have been like, well, at least one of them is going to figure it out, right? It doesn't make sense that they all are going to struggle all at the same time. They've been buoyed by just historic performances, Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, and Aaron Gordon has been as steady as you possibly could get. But you need one of those other guys to do something here, right? I mean, regardless of what's going on with Nikola Jokic, um, they, they do need a little bit of a spark. You know, they only made five three-pointers last game, and they won comfortably. So I don't think it has to even be from beyond the arc. But he's going to have to make some key twos, some key jumpers. And, and a lot of what he does is hustle plays. So, you know, between him and Bruce Brown, you know, they're energizer bunnies out there for the Nuggets. And, and they're, he's going to have to show up that way. Talking to Ryan Edwards, BetMGM tonight. Uh, we, this is something we've talked about, I think, pretty consistently on the show since the finals start, before the finals even started. It's really one of the most, if not the most, improbable matchups we have ever had in the NBA in terms of odds. We're at one point before the playoffs. I think it was after the Heat lost to the Hawks. They were 250-1 to to win the title. And then even heading into the playoffs, the Nuggets as a one seed, were 11 to 1 to win the title which were the third best odds just in the Western Conference alone and now they're both here looking at just the Nuggets specifically though with the way that they ended the regular season Mike Malone calling them soft which he's done again in the playoffs and it seems to work for them did you think that they would get to this point because obviously on paper they look like a championship caliber team but they weren't playing like it where they were then to where they are now I mean how different is it Well fellas I'm going to be honest I'm a lifelong Nuggets fan and I always think the other shoe's about to drop. So you're asking the wrong guy about my faith and belief because I, I assumed I would be have a heart, broken heart by this point, and I'd be watching the Lakers or watching the Golden State Warriors here in the finals. But but the thing is, we knew we knew they were special. We knew that they, if they put it all together. But yeah, I mean, they went on a bit of a streak where they were resting guys, especially Nikola Jokic, which ended up in part losing him the MVP. Uh, they were resting guys, and they, they just they didn't quite look in sorts until they got to the Minnesota series. And then, and you know, and they, they put it all together. Uh, Jamal Murray is, is scoring out of his freaking mind. I mean, and Nikola Jokic, of course, averaging a triple-double. Uh, th- those things, we know they're capable of that. We like, But it's putting it all together all at the same time. And, and yeah, they had the one seed, but you, you said it right there. It's like they kind of seemed like the, okay, well, this is one of the weakest one seeds we've ever, heard, we've ever seen. And I, I remember some pundits saying that, like, oh, they're going to get – you know, rocked by, you know, whether it's the Golden State or the Lakers or whoever they end up seeing. Um, but, you know, here we are. And, and again, you fast forward a little bit and you see it, see it right now and you say, yeah, it all makes sense, right? Nikola Jokic has that kind of game. Jamal Murray, we saw him in the bubble a few years ago. We know he has that kind of game. Mm-hmm. You just kind of had to see it all kind of come together. But, yeah, I mean, you're right. Improbable is a great way to describe it. I mean, even for us in Denver, uh, there's a certain amount of, like, we know it can come together, but will we see it, especially in the biggest moments? Yeah, I'll tell you what. I mean, I love the way this team is constructed. I think they've got a bright, bright future, not just in this series, but obviously moving forward. Ryan Edwards, KOA Colorado, really appreciate you coming on at halftime. Thanks, Ryan.